0: Another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Joining me today, I have with me burlesque performer and illustrator Raina Fire. Uh, she performs with the uh, Brew City Bombshells, and I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about her passions, her creativity, and why she does what she does. Raina, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, how <laughs> are you? I'm good. How are
0: you? I'm pretty good. Um, pretty uh, average day so far. Yeah. You know, haven't left the house yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was this was me leaving the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it tends to be the case. Um, yeah, well, um, I know we've been uh, for the last couple weeks now. Uh, we've been working to do this, but. Um, yeah, uh, I know you were sick. I know you had some family stuff, but everything's good now.
1: Yes, yeah. My boyfriend was sick, and then he gave it to me. And mm. my immune system is significantly worse than his, so he has it for two days. I have it for a week.
0: Oh sure. Oh fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to be the case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. I've been feeling kind of off the last couple of days myself. Um, today, like, I don't feel like um, like ill or anything, but mm-hmm. like I had a stomach thing this yeah. past week and. You know, it's that time of year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate it. I don't like this time of year at all. It's
1: very clammy. Yeah,
0: that's a good way it's to put it. It's a clammy That's time a good-ass word. Yeah. <laughs> clammy. That's a good way to Especially describe it. Especially
1: today, since it's like 43, but also damp.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck that.
1: Like, thank you for a somewhat nice day, I guess. Uh, yeah. Not really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I, we, we need... The vitamin D is slowly but surely. It's a time. play. <laughs> uh, what we talk about on Mister Nice Guy, we uh, examine love and fear, passion and creativity.
1: Nice.
0: So we've uh, we've been connected on Facebook for like maybe a year or so. Yeah, I, know, I would say a little while.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, I so I, I saw like you know you're a burlesque performer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we probably know a couple peeps couple yeah we have mutual friends uh i know you mentioned our good friend dora yeah. diamond yeah she's so,
1: actually like my best friend oh, yeah. we lived together for about almost 10 years oh, shit. yeah we lived together for a really long time
0: <laughs> wow yeah um so y'all know each other like inside and out. Yeah, we're we're basically related at this point. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to Dora. She's, <laughs> she's really dope. Um, yeah, she uh, had her on the show a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, talked. She oh, said
1: she said great things. Oh my
0: god! No way. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, well, that was very sweet of her. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they actually uh, she hosted um, with uh, Julian Williams.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. She's another good friend of mine. She performs with us, too. Oh, it's, I, yeah.
0: Yeah, they performed at uh company brewing recently. Yeah. It was like a burlesque brunch.
1: Yeah, that was like a comedy show yeah. the and then, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. I was in the kitchen the whole time, but <laughs> I could hear it, and it seemed to be yeah. entertaining. Do you work there? I do. No. Yes. I'm a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fancy. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's nice, like... Uh, you know i it's it's very like centralized so like i always see like a lot of friends come in now and, sure. yeah, i like it for that reason but yeah. yeah so i guess to start Raina, i'd like to hear a little bit about your background uh what would eventually um lead you under the path for burlesque becoming a creative outlet for yourself
1: so i have always been mildly interested in strippers <laughs> just in general like I just always had like I, I was always gravitated um you know towards that line of work
2: yeah
1: um but when I was I want to say I was like 13-ish um my parents stopped stealing cable via like the black box and they actually like had to get real cable if they wanted sure. it so they got Comcast and oh, yeah. on Comcast there is a section called something weird um, which now, as an adult, I know that they're like a distribution company. They do like, they do like B movie films, like from like the 70s sure. and stuff like that. They just like keep them in production.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but at the time, I didn't know what it was. I just clicked on it, and they had huge collections of black and white burlesque films. Oh, wow. And I just remember sitting there like watching all of them and really being intrigued by it, but not really knowing how to get my foot in the door ever. Yeah. Um, Dora is actually kind of the reason that I started performing, um, because we met in college, we both went to Maya together. Sure. Um, and I want to say it was like 2013-ish. Um, she got her own show, um, I believe it was the Milwaukee Gay Arts Center. It used to be right across the street from sabbatic now it's like a bookshop, oh, okay. um, but right there used to be a a venue space basically mm-hmm. um, and she had a monthly show mm-hmm. she got to choose her own cast and she asked me if I wanted to try performing sure. so that like I've been to shows like drag shows but I never really knew anybody in the burlesque scene until that point mm-hmm. um, I'm from Chicago and I say none of my friends oh really
0: nice. the South suburbs
1: nice I am from oh, yeah. I am from right in the middle of the city Okay. Um, but like Western Addison, oh, like very close, like I'm, I'm about two miles from Wrigley Field. I got you, okay. Um, but I uh, never really knew anybody in that, you know, in that scene. Yeah. Um, and I did most of my adult living here in Milwaukee because mm-hmm. I, you know, as soon as I graduated from high school, I came here for college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really didn't know anybody and Dora was kind of the person that like gave me my first show she was your point yeah she she was like hey you want to try this so i tried it and i started performing there once a month every time that she had a show um and around maybe like half a year into that um a person named sarah approached us they no longer live here they live in um new york now okay um but they approached us and asked if we wanted to start a group with her oh cool um so it was Me, Dora, Sarah, and a group of other people who also no longer live here, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. They all just kind of branched out. Um, But we formed the Cream City Cabaret, and we were performing quite a bit for about two to three years. Um, Maybe like two and a half. Sure. Yeah. But we had a monthly show and a weekly show. So we were performing every month at uh, uh, Frank's and uh Rest we were in peace. yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was hard to let go because we yeah. we performed there a lot I
0: never got to go there actually really yeah that was before i started going out to shows oh sure when it closed but yeah. i do it was a highly esteemed spot for a lot of uh like hardcore bands right you know? yeah. yeah
1: punk shows and all that
2: yeah
1: um but yeah we performed there quite a bit um and then we had a month or a weekly show at uh it started out at Public House, and then it switched to Quarters, and we kind of like flip flopped between the All two. Right, yeah. But that was a big learning experience <laughs> um, to to have so many performances yeah. every month. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely an experience. It definitely helped me as a performer get more and more comfortable you know with my with myself and with my stage presence and I definitely like learned a lot throughout that time but it was super stressful yeah, sure. um and it was also like I mean it's quarters we're not making a ton of money there you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, like right? yeah. it was it was a lot of work for very little payout but
0: right, yeah. it was still enjoyable quarters is I, like I mean for one like they don't they're not open unless it's a book show I'm pretty sure
1: yeah Pete really doesn't open unless that there's a show yeah um but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we always had fun. It was. It was always a great time, and it was. It was a really good point in my life. I met a lot of people, and I, met, I made a lot of friends in the community. Um, and then once Cream City kind of started to fizzle its way out, because a lot of people were moving, um, like Dora and I kind of started looking elsewhere. And we were approached by a couple members of the Bombshells, who we had like crossed many paths, you know, before then, like we had guested in each other's shows, you know, that kind of thing. And we already knew each other. So they were like, Hey, how about you just come over here? So we did.
0: Yeah. Nice. And uh, when was that?
1: Um, I've been with them for about four years now. Oh, sure. I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How long has the bombshells been? Uh, 11 years.
1: 11 years. Yeah. We had our 10 year anniversary last year. Um, so it'll be 11 this year. Oh, that's very Yeah. In May.
0: Sure. So now, how often do you like uh, do shows? We
1: we perform about once a month as a group, um, and then you know sometimes we'll have like individual shows or or you know we'll guest in other one offs. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I would say about once a month. I would like for it to be more, um, but Milwaukee, I don't think is just quite there yet mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of you know having enough diversity and, and enough turnout. I mean, our our turnout is usually pretty great. Yeah. Um, we have a really good. Show and a good following mm-hmm. because we've been around for so long.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and there's so many of us. There's 16 members now <laughs> um, So we all have friends that you know, that that kind of brings more people um, yeah. But, but yeah, totally. I would like for it to be more one day.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah, for sure. Like just more Consistent events and stuff.
1: Yeah, and also like Milwaukee doesn't have I mean, the venue that we've been primarily working with now is Walker's Point Music Hall, and we, oh, yeah. we love it there. Um, that is a good spot. Yeah, yeah, we we love it there. We have a great turnout there. Um, the owner really likes us, yeah. so that's that's really we have a good relationship with them.
2: Sure.
1: Um, but Milwaukee doesn't really have like a burlesque venue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it ever will, sure. because so many places, you know, they pop up and they're popular yeah. for a little bit and then they close. So it's yeah. like we'll see
0: (laughs) yeah there's a lot of like centers for the arts or multi-purpose venues right
1: exactly yeah and like we've done shows at like other venues like that too but it's just not the same feel that i feel like people are looking for
0: yeah um
1: or might be used to in a larger city um but yeah we're hoping that milwaukee gets there
0: (laughs) yeah come on milwaukee (laughs) we got together yeah um yeah it's interesting like uh like the early fascination with strippers, um, <laughs> I there's a lot of appeal that comes with like you know, you know like embracing the body and yeah. like embracing just the aesthetic beauty of many different types right. of the body you know, right. um, and it seems like Bruce City um, Bombshells like does a lot of really great work with that.
1: We pride ourselves on
0: diversity. Yeah, like
1: totally. that's like our that's our main focus is, is having a diverse cast because a lot of the time, like, especially in like bigger cities, like New York, um, a lot of the burlesque troops are all thin white women. Right. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, we want to break away from that. And I know the community itself wants to break away from that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, of course, for sure. Um, so when you first did it, um, like way back when Dora asked Mm -hmm. you, like, uh, was it like nerve wracking? very yeah extremely
1: (laughs) extremely um i i've always kind of had a really good bullshit muscle so like i can get it together really Mm -hmm. quickly um but i completely blacked out i don't know what the hell i did oh yeah um but apparently it went well because everybody clapped (laughs) and um the one thing i specifically remember is that i had a crush on somebody who uh went to school with us didn't really know them that well but i just I was attracted to them, um, and they were there. And I started my act with my back to the audience, and as soon as I turned around, he was the first person you I looked know, at, was, and I was like, "Fucking great!" like uh, yeah. So that kind of like threw me off a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of, that, <laughs> but it's kind of empowering. I suppose. It was, but it was also like makes you your whole body tends up, like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like oh fuck. The one
0: person that I'm so worried about watching is watching, and- You're
1: right? And I didn't. Didn't expect that person yeah. to be there at all, and I'm just like, mm, "Fuck."
0: <laughs> you remember? Uh, you remember like what the your the act was too?
1: Yes, I did it to Mandy goes to mes- med school by the Dresden Dolls, and oh, I was nice. a nurse. Oh, Very cliche. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't even do that act anymore. Um, I could if if somebody really wanted me to do it. Sure. <laughs> um, but. Like, my first couple of acts were were pretty cliche. Like, I did a nurse. The next one, I was a maid. Like, it's like... Um, You know what I mean? Like, it's the very, very cliche, you know, burlesque shit that you can do.
0: Yeah, just, like, (laughs) the the sexy, provocative, like, professions.
1: Right, exactly. So, those were the two. And then, those were my first two. Was uh, a nurse and a maid. And then, I think the third act I did was... uh, one of my signature ones that I still do to this day. Um, Blue Monday by Fats Domino.
0: Oh, tight. Nice. So, yeah. uh, So, with where you're at now, so how would you eventually become Reign of Fire? Why did you choose Reign of Fire?
1: Well, I wanted something... I mean, I'm Hispanic. I wanted something that played off... I wanted something that had to do with... You know the language um and Reina means queen mm-hmm. um and at the time my hair was like this red oh shit. so that kind of is where the fire came from nice. um dora also helped me with that name she's very uh she has a lot of quips she's very good with that kind of shit. so i had like a list of names that i was playing with and that's the one that we kind of settled on nice. and I just stuck i now now that i've been performing for a while i need to start learning how to perform with fire, so that yeah, right. my name makes more right. sense. So it's the only fit. Because <laughs> my hair is not red anymore, yeah, and I right. don't plan on dying it red anymore, because it
0: took its toll. It's like, hey, but... oh, this is like actual fire night. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So what are the uh, the acts you do now?
1: Um, they're very classic. Um, I, I would say that, that my aesthetic as a whole is very classic, like with, like, primarily between like 40s and 60s. Um, in terms of aesthetic and music typically um, I do have a couple of acts that are like more like I do uh, I do Sinister Kid by The Black Keys um, and Too Late to Say Goodbye by Cage the Elephant but the aesthetic is still very classic mm-hmm. um, but you know to a more modern song sure. that's just the aesthetic that I vibe with
0: the most and, I guess you well yeah it makes yeah. sense with the Fats domino yeah very nice. Yeah. Um, so, what I guess, like, um, <clears throat> what have you really loved about doing burlesque? Like, why? How? Like, I guess, like, what about it? Like, you know, do you like love so so much about it that like gets you to like that made it become something that you never like walked away from that you continued to like embellish?
1: Definitely the theatrical part of it. Like, I've always been involved, like, when I was a kid, I was always in musical theater or uh, plays of yeah. some sort, um, when I was younger or in high school, um, but I'm not the best singer, <laughs> and, and I, I get a little bit, like, I get a little bit, like, uh, weird, like, I'm not a host, like, I, I haven't yeah. hosted, I may be something that I'll, you know, I'll do in the future, um, but I get a little weird hearing my own voice sometimes, sure. um, so that is a way that I can still like flex those creative muscles without okay. having to talk
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, or sing. Um, but I really, I really do just enjoy, you know, performing and being a performer. And I have a lot of fun making the costumes. because oh, I make yeah. all my own costumes. Yeah. Um, and I do very, like, Vegas showgirl type. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, big feathers, mm-hmm. lots of, lots of embellishment.
0: Oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I like that. That's dope. Um, <laughs>
1: that's that's like my main. I I feel like I'm am a good dancer. Like I have you know I have natural rhythm, but my my main thing is like the way that I put it together. Sure, yeah, that's I would say that's probably what I'm the best at. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't got rhythm. <laughs> I
2: have
0: absolutely no rhythm. whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, so have you been to Vegas?
1: Uh, yes, but as a very small child, I <laughs> uh, sure. so I don't quite remember too much of it uh my parents used to go almost every year for my dad's birthday oh, they're sure. big drinkers and they like to gamble they
2: like to do all oh, right yeah
1: um so they used to go quite often when I was a kid um there was a time where they took me and my brother but I was like four <laughs> so like I don't you know I remember going swimming but that's yeah. you know what I mean that's it um but like when I was um when I was like a teenager there were a couple of uh like, vacations that we would take as a family, um, like, to Mexico or something like that, and and we would see, like, a show there, and Mm -hmm. it was usually, like, they had showgirls and they had musicians and stuff like that, and I I just remember always being, like, really excited for that.
0: Sure. Like, were you ever, like, into the strip club thing, like, actually, like, once you were able to legally go?
1: I will say that I went to... uh, Oh, well, I performed I, I've actually performed it on the border before. Oh, okay. Um, it was a while ago. Um so we had it's now a bigger bigger thing, but this was probably 5 almost 6 years ago like right, like I was a pretty fresh performer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a competition that is now ran globally. Um that's called Burley Picks. Um, okay. and one of one of the first Burley Picks was here in Milwaukee. Oh, sure. Um and it was at Um, On the border Mm. Um, so I performed there Um, that was like my first strip club experience Um, but like in in real life Um, which it was fun I had I had a great time Um, but uh, I actually went recently like
2: to silk (laughs) (laughs) I went
1: to silk with my with my boyfriend and a group of friends and I I had a lot of fun it was it was awesome like I had a great time Um, I would totally do it as a profession. Um, if there was a club that accepted my body type, sure. I feel. Um, Which yeah. That yeah. that's another thing in itself. It's like I've always been interested in it, but it's like I highly doubt I would be hired. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because like there's still, it, it, it's such a prototypical.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like there's there's some diversity in terms of ethnicity, you know, at strip clubs now. But even so, most of the people who make the most money are tall thin white women
0: yeah 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 it's annoying yeah. <laughs> um yeah i i went to the strip club twice i was 18 both times. it was an eight, <laughs> it was 18 and up club um and it. i mean probably this is just coming from me being like you know like a freshly turned 18 year old that's just like you know that just so idealized that, like, you know, like, just couldn't wait to legally do it. (laughs) It is so much money.
1: It, it is. <laughs> like they, they
0: literally sap you from like, <laughs> like they milk all the money they can out of you. Like,
1: and that's that's what I want. <laughs> I want uh, people
0: to give me their money. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> and there there will totally be people that will like believe. <laughs> there, like,
1: there there are people that are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely,
0: exactly. Yeah, like you, and that's what's kind of like that's what's fun about it is yeah. that you know you can become like there is that like fiscal merit to like being a performer because like you know stripping and like burlesque and that kind of stuff like um, with all like the sex appeal the the aesthetic appeal and everything like you know there's always going to be like that pull factor that's going to bring people in and like right have people throw money because
1: sex sells yeah so, it sure, and it's always going and absolutely yeah is. it's always going to yeah
0: which is <laughs> which is a, a beautiful thing right. you know as long as it's <laughs> respectful safe and consensual
1: yeah but and there's also something very gratifying about taking somebody's money like,
0: yeah right, especially yeah. <laughs> like a cis
1: man like yeah, oh yeah it's it's really it's it's nice
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. right watching their jaws drop like yeah whoa <laughs> um yeah it was like a 25 dollar fee to get in just like walking yeah through. this was back in chicago actually yeah um it's 25 fee to get in you had to buy a drink it was required you bought a drink and the cheapest drink was a bottle of water for six dollars <laughs> <laughs> like god damn, okay i've already spent 31 dollars just walking through here just <laughs> before i even get to my seat and then like yeah, I mean the like the dances that are like what ten minutes like you know they cost another like twenty thirty dollars. I don't I don't remember because it was so long ago. Right. But uh, but you can't come in there ill-equipped right you're spending it for a good time like it's like minim- you can't
1: just sit there and be an asshole with right
0: money like, exactly. you have to, you have to,
1: like these people are there doing a job like yeah. they still need to make money We
0: need at least like for like a minimal time like a right. threshold good time hundred dollars like minimum right you should walk in there and right. I, I don't carry that kind of money so i just i don't go
1: especially 18 year old right myself.
0: yeah right <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah it's like the fuck am I gonna ask my mom money at that age it's like oh yeah I'm going to the strip club of the strip yeah. Love, <laughs> yeah yeah for, like for the record like I snuck out of my house both times we did that um yeah and we didn't get home till like 5 in the morning but um no I mean I would the thing is like I would absolutely like I like I would really enjoy like I mean I think that the human body is a really beautiful and fun thing that you know I think it's really cool when someone can perform such an elaborate routine that, you know, both fascinates people but also, like, you know, is attracted to people, yeah. you know. Sex sells, obviously, as we are saying. But, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm just... I have never really had the money to, to do that sort of
1: thing, you know? Yeah. Well, you can come to a burlesque show. We're, we're not as expensive. Exactly.
0: Right. like we're,
1: we're a little bit more affordable. Yeah. We're, we're affordable stripping.
0: Exactly. Basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's, that's what we are.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, affordable strip. I like that. Um, especially when it's, at, when it's going on at Company Brewing while well, I'm getting paid to be there. That's pretty nice, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, on that note, like, since we're talking talking about like body types and stuff so like how would you say like from your experience like beauty standards and uh, like body positivity like that kind of stuff like how has that played into like the burlesque industry
1: well a lot (laughs) it's played a lot into it yeah Uh, yeah it's very it's very uh the whole idea behind burlesque is supposed to be empowering um, the history behind burlesque is that you know performers as a whole like it was very taboo I mean it's it's not not so not as much anymore people I feel like are are like oh that's classy stripping you know which is which is a bullshit way to describe right. it um, but you know back in the day it was very taboo people would do this like for big money and they you know I would say in terms of body positivity like for me personally it's helped a lot I mean I've always been pretty confident in myself um, but you know stripping in front of a group of people is yeah. pretty it's, it's different than just living your life you know um, but as a whole like the community is definitely growing and there's so many different types of performers and it's it's not just one type of burlesque anymore right. um before the standard was being you know classic mm. in both aesthetic and uh you know physical appearance
2: yeah.
1: um classic beauty standards you know tall thinner right. mostly white or if you were brown you could still appeal to a white audience right you yeah. know um but now there are so many different types of burlesque on top of that like they're is like whole genres of just right. nerdlesque. Like if yeah. people are super into, you know, different fandoms. Like there's a whole genre of oh, that. Yeah. There's whole competitions for that now. And totally. there's that you know that opens up so many different types of people. There's
0: horror. Right. Like there's. I don't know if you know Katie. Yeah, Cattard. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I out to Katie. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's been um, on the
0: show before. Yeah.
1: Like that. That too. You know. Like that. There's just so many different types of burlesque that it's really opened up. Not only just different types of performances, but just different types of people, in ter- yeah. you know, and all all around.
0: Totally. That's what it yeah. should be at, right. at the end of the day. It's like, yeah, like, everyone deserves to, you know, feel sexy and beautiful and, you know, and... Like, uh, shocking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there is a lot of shock like, like after doing that. Like, it,
1: you know? there, there are some burlesque performers that are, like, just straight-up comedic and they don't really, like... They don't necessarily play on, like, sexy or, or trying to, like... Entice that in people. Right, yeah. But it still makes you feel some type of way when when you see yeah, it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's, yeah, I feel like from what it sounds like, that's just like the, uh, that's a very like picturesque troupe that you all have then. For sure.
1: Yeah, we're very, we're very diverse and we really enjoy that and pride ourselves on that. Good.
0: So yeah. tell me about like, so I know you said you make your own costumes, mm-hmm. like what. Are some of the costumes that you made, that you wear, that you perform in?
1: Um, well, I would say, again, playing to that whole like. The
0: Vegas show group. Yeah, yeah, like
1: big feathers, um, big headdresses. Um, one of my signature costumes is to um, the song called Comanche by The Rebels. Mm. Um, it had no lyrics, it's just all. It was in Pulp Fiction. Oh. If you heard it, you would immediately know what it oh, is. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of horns. Oh. Like, if, if, what scene was that in? Um, a really fucked up one.
0: Oh, oh, I know what you're
1: talking. About. <laughs> yeah, it was a really <laughs> yeah. fucked up scene. But I liked yeah. the song a lot, and it totally. has nothing to do with that scene, I promise. Um, but, but yeah, I just really liked the song. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: I mean, that movie just <laughs> can just entirely—it's—it's it's crazy when a movie can just entirely warp the enjoyment or the otherwise context of a catchy song
1: right and it's like i love that song right but (laughs) i i you know that's one of my main acts it has nothing to do with the movie or that scene um but
0: i mean have you seen insidious yes insidious ruined Tiny Tim for everybody. So.
1: Tiny Tim ruined himself. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is <laughs> He's creepy. It's very well fit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I like think SpongeBob ruined him. Oh that like, too <laughs> Oh
0: my god, yeah. That was okay, that was so classic though. Pilot episode of Spongebob Tiny Tim. Anyway, as you were saying.
1: Um
2: What was I
1: saying? Oh you're casting. Oh, costume. your um so that uh that song and the imagery that I you know portray in it um, is like an Aztec goddess um, so the uh, the bra and the base of everything is completely made out of flowers mm. um, and so is uh, my he- the base of my headdress and then there's a bunch of feathers that stick out that's corresponding you know to the colors of aesthetic you know Aztec goddesses. Sure. Um, so like bright yellows, um, orange, red, blue that kind of thing um all of it is made on a budget <laughs> like, yeah. everything that i make is uh it looks like it's expensive but it is not <laughs> um, so like half of the shit that i got is from walmart and the the flowers are from like the dollar store mm-hmm. all the rhinestones are from amazon and then the feathers are the most expensive because oh, sure. those are like $50 for like a small bundle of them. Um, but that's like one of my, I would say that's one of my most well known acts. Mm-hmm. Um, another one would be Blue, Blue Monday by Fats Domino. Um, that one is also completely put together in the same way. Oh, yeah. um, very on, on a budget. A lot of shit is from Goodwill um, that I just get lucky in finding. <laughs> or sure. I, if I find something and I You know, want to change the color? I'll dye it, or you know, just embellish it in a certain way so that it looks different. Um, But all of it is just hand done with rhinestones and glue. Very awesome. (laughs) A lot of it DIY. um, Yeah, I don't really like. I'm I'm okay at sewing. I don't know how to like construct something from scratch, but I'm a very good bedazzler. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Very cool. So, uh, a little on this note, talking about you know, being like artistically like inclined enough to make your own costumes, uh, I'd like to hear a little about your illustrating. Yeah. So, I take it you grew up drawing a lot. I did. Yeah. Yes. I did.
1: Um, I was, um, like, my the high school that I went to in Chicago had uh, majors, so you could actually major in, like, music, art, oh, cool. or anything Which like one? that. Um, Lane Tech.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Looks like Hogwarts. It's gigantic. <laughs> but, um, sure. My graduating class had like eleven hundred people in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mine had seven hundred. I thought it was. I thought mine was big. Yeah,
1: ours was. Ours was pretty big. We had to graduate out of the UIC Pavilion because our uh, stadium could not hold everybody's oh, families. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So um, I grew up drawing. I was an art major in high school. Um, I initially thought that I was going to go into photography. Um, I had always enjoyed drawing and painting um, but in my junior and senior year of high school I took photography and loved it um, and it was all uh, film photography and same when I you know when I got to um, well actually I did a pre-college program at my Ed, um, and that was all photography based as well all um, film and Completely thought that that's what I was going to go into, and then at the end of my um, at the end of my pre college program, we toured different parts of the school, and I toured the illustration department mm-hmm. and fell in love with it, wow. and completely changed my mind. <laughs> like, I I had gotten a new camera and everything for college, thinking that that's what I was going to do, and no, <laughs> I, like I still I still enjoy like photography yeah. on the side, but, sure, yeah. but my main passion would, is illustration. Um, I would say that I wasn't very good at it <laughs> like when I was in college mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I feel like my curriculum, not to talk shit about it because I did really learn a lot um, but I feel like they cater to people who already knew what they were doing in terms sure. of like computer illustration mm-hmm. I didn't have a computer before I went to college oh, yeah. I didn't fucking know right. and I definitely didn't have one that I could draw on you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, I feel like a lot of the people in my in you know in my class they already had that basic knowledge mm-hmm. that I didn't, and it kind of catered to that. So I always struggled a little bit um, with that, but I would say that I by my senior year I definitely learned like my aesthetic and, and what I like to do, and you know I, I really enjoy doing it on the side. I would love to do it as you know professionally,
2: sure.
1: um, but I just freelance right now. Um, One of the main reasons is that a lot of places in Milwaukee or in the surrounding areas want to start you out at, like, $14 an hour, and I can't afford to make that amount of money because I just bought a house. Sure, So I I can't, you know, I would love to get my foot in the door somewhere, but I can't afford to make, like, that much. So I've just been doing it on the side, and I actually do, like, Dora and I do almost all of the... graphic design and you know posters for for brew city um we have another member as well who also has a graphic design background and she like we're like the three of us are typically the ones that do it awesome
0: very nice Uh, how what would you like i guess like do you have like when you're talking about your aesthetic or style like give um a particular kind of like things you like to draw or like certain yeah like Um, themes in your in your drawing that you incorporate a lot?
1: I would say I like I definitely like drawing people or the body Mm -hmm. um and my style is very impressionistic or um like 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 imaginary Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, like, realistic. Sure. It's very um, impressionistic and very... Kind of abstract? Yeah. I would say a little bit more abstract. Um, But I kind of bounce around between different aesthetics because, like, as an illustrator, you have to know, like... Because you're making something for someone, you know, or for something. So you kind of have to know how to take that and make it still, like, what the, you know, what the client wants. Mm -hmm. Um, So I incorporate... My style and everything that I do, but it definitely changes. Like, you can kind of always tell it's the same person doing it because there are certain things that look alike, Mm -hmm. Um, but it it definitely, you know, changes depending on what the project is.
0: Sure. Yeah. Totally, very nice. Do you have a favorite color?
1: My favorite color is yellow. Yellow? I love love yellow and I love orange.
0: Orange. Oh, yeah. So you're you're like bright stuff. I
1: like bright stuff, but I wear all black. (laughs) (laughs) Typically.
0: (laughs) My mom's favorite color is yellow. Nice. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty uncommon favorite color to have.
1: yeah a lot of people that's usually people's least favorite yeah. colors. <laughs> like, <laughs> yellow or orange is usually people's least favorite color <laughs> yeah
0: my sister's favorite color is orange yeah mine's like a deep blue with some purple i like that too yeah i, uh, I
1: can't honestly it's hard I, I, like, I like all types of colors yeah. honestly but oh, yeah. i would say my favorite things are are yellow and orange nice. or red sure yeah like this yeah <laughs>
0: I'm telling me i have a pretty banner yes it's, it's gorgeous oh great thank you i, I appreciate that um yeah so damn. so you're a homeowner now that's exciting
1: i am i i actually used to live right like right by here i uh mm. lived at the corner of clark and holton for oh, sure. a long time with dora um yeah. but
2: oh dora <laughs> oh dora
1: yeah. yeah we lived there for many years um and then i was living on bartlett in between like brady north and holt or uh oakland yeah um for about two years with my boyfriend um and then we recently bought a house
2: That's in insane. west Dallas.
1: <laughs> big change for me because yeah, i i really wanted to stay on this side because i did like as far as i've lived in milwaukee i pretty much have lived either in river west or on the east side um i lived for once uh one year in college I lived right by the rave. Oh never want to do that again. <laughs> I don't blame <laughs> you. Yeah.
2: But um
1: aside from that, primarily all of my Milwaukee living has been on the east side. Um and I got used to it. I wanted to stay over here. Uh we actually fell in love with a house that was on booth, um, like right by Midget Foods. Oh. Sorry. Um but it was just they wanted like two hundred thousand for it and it's like like, it was a cute house and I loved it, but like, it's still on booth. Right? Like, yeah. Like I don't want. Like, come on. Like you can't. You can't expect somebody to pay two hundred thousand dollars. for Like people
0: are paying three, three, four hundred a month for rent. In December,
1: right. Exactly. And it, like, like I said, they really did like make it look nice. Like it, it was, it was a beautiful home and I loved it. Um, but there were just certain things wrong with it that you couldn't fix. Like. The roof was lofted weird like you can't fucking fix that Mm. without tearing down everything (laughs) same thing with uh their basement like their basement was like fully furnished they made it like super nice but like Someone who was like 5'8 couldn't really stand comfortably in there. It was perfect for me, but anybody taller than me Not so much. I'd hit my head. Right. My boyfriend was like,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, right. his he was like this the whole time So that's yeah. you know
2: can't live there,
1: right? Nope. So it was just you know I had things wrong with it that we just could not fix and there would be if we ever wanted to move There'd be no way we could resell it for more than $200,000. Mm. we would be losing money, right? So we went with West Dallas, and I love my home. <laughs> I will say that I do. Well, um, and actually, uh, two of the bombshells live two houses down from us. Oh,
2: that's right. um,
1: they just bought a home together. Oh, um, and um, Sugar and Faith.
2: Oh, very nice. Yeah, Shout they're they're, the they're a couple. Nice. Um,
1: and they they live two houses down. They've lived there for about a month longer than we've lived in our house. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> very nice. Well,
0: all right. Reina Fire. Oh, it's a video. <laughs> it is like... a video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, it's great to talk to you about yeah. burlesque, about your routines, yeah. uh, about shock factor, <laughs> and about your illustrations. Yeah. Uh, all good stuff all around. Definitely. Um, good. So uh, tell me, as we close out, what keeps you up at night? Uh,
1: mild anxiety. <laughs> mild anxiety. Right? Yeah. That's not always mild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I get racing
0: thoughts at yeah, night, so I get it's that. It's just, you know,
1: think about something that happened five years ago. Oh, and yeah. You're just like, why the fuck did I do that? Right, like... And it, there's g- nothing you can do about it now, <laughs> yeah, so why right. am I thinking about it? Or I don't like, know. it's like, I
0: bet that person remembers what I did. Right. And they think about it just as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What puts you to sleep?
1: Um, weed.
0: Weed, right? <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Weed and cuddling
0: cuddling shout out to cuddling shout out to weed shout out to weed while cuddling (laughs) (laughs) thanks for being on the show yeah
1: thank you yes great
0: (laughs) brew city bombshells check them out please uh i gotta see one of your shows that'd be really fun please
1: do
0: sure thing uh thank you for watching mr nice guy we'll see you next time